When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. DJ Mikey D. D is in these nuts. What do you think of that, Steve? What do you think of that? D is nuts. I like it. From the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Don't get angry at Brian Kelly. Don't get angry at Lincoln Riley either. You turn down those terms. Today's guests, co-host of Peacock's Brother from Another, Michael Smith, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Tony Dungy, ESPN Senior Baseball Writer, Jeff Passan, plus legendary boxing promoter, Bob Arum. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here live from Los Angeles, California on a Thursday. First Thursday in the month of December, 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. We have phone lines open. We've got space for you to have a conversation with us today. Um, It is uh, another day on NBC Sports on Peacock after the Dan Patrick Show, who we also follow, which we also follow on Sirius XM Channel 85, NBC Sports Audio. We say hello to your audiences, uh, those audiences right there. Our audience on this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, smart enough to have us. We say hello to our Odyssey streamers. We also want to say hello to anybody who listens to this show on their own whenever they wish on our podcast. We greatly appreciate you subscribing to our podcast, listening to it on the Cumulus Podcast Network, where all podcasts can be acquired. Great. Great to see you, Chris Brockman. How hey, are you, Christopher? Great to see you, Rich. Mike What's Del Tufo, DJ Mikey D. How are you, sir? Good to yeah, see you. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> TJ Jefferson, wow. it's not only a Thursday, it's a Dallas Cowboy Varsity Day for you. Varsity plays today, and if we don't stomp a mud hole oh. in the Saints tonight, Woo! I'm going to be very I might, I might have to clear off the dry erase board if that don't happen. Oh, really? Whoa. You know what I'm just saying? The dry erase board, how about them Cowboys? I don't have the patience to jack with you. He today. clearly doesn't have any patience. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Well, you know what? That's how I, I think, feel. I think that's an appropriate way to dovetail into what I was planning on saying, to I be honest figured, with you. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> As if you don't just light your candle every day and say what's ever on your mind. Wow. Uh, so, so, but what you just said is is appropriate for for my my concept of what I was going to say to start today's program, and that's it, it's December. We're officially in December in the National Football League. And it's always been the case uh, since I've started talking football every day with the NFL Network now 18 years ago. 19th season we're in right now covering the NFL for NFL Network. And so we we were always taking our cues at the time from uh, Bill Parcells when we started. He was the he was the head coach of Dallas Cowboys football when we came on the air in 2003. Every single time he had a press conference each week, he had his weekly press conference, we would play a large chunk of it on the air because it was truly like at the time uh, one of the most popular shows, a guy from Jersey, a big boss from Jersey, just unburdening himself. It did feel like a a Dr. Melfi session with, with Tony Soprano. It felt like we were listening into this man's innermost thoughts, Bill Parcells. We would call it a fresh tuna segment every day. And he would always say... His sensibility, and I'm sure he, he he took it from somewhere else. He learned it somewhere else. Always said the season essentially starts 
once Thanksgiving's over. That's when you know who you are essentially as a team. Your identity's already been forged. Your opportunities have been uh, taken advantage of so far to set you up for the ultimate opportunity, which is go on a run into the playoffs. Now, normally, that would mean there was only six games, five weeks left in the season pretty much. Now it's a longer season. We'll see for the first time with a 17-game regular season that goes into the middle of January if that still applies. I think it does. I think it does. And the Dallas Cowboys tonight have set themselves up for their opportunities coming off of a Thanksgiving loss. They've lost three of four. Okay. And they 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 lose to, da- to Denver, then they beat Atlanta, and then they lose two in a row. Kansas City and at home against the Vegas Raiders. And there's two things. One, good thing they don't play in the AFC West. They, they're done with them. They're done with them. The Chargers were the only AFC West team that they beat this year here in L.A. And if you remember that game, they needed a lot of mistakes by the Chargers to do that. They almost went 0-4 in the division that they play uh, this year, the NFC East does against the AFC West. But the rest of it is that they, they've been banged up. They haven't had all their guys. And tonight, we'll see what shape Amari Cooper is in. He's off the COVID list. And CeeDee Lamb is coming back from a concussion that he suffered at the end of the first half in the loss to Kansas City. And then the short week did not allow him to get back on the field and out of concussion protocol. Tyron Smith is back. Zeke apparently is going to get a full load tonight. We'll see about the pass rushers and who's available and who's not. But in coming weeks, they're going to be full stocked up. And the Washington football team is as close as they've been in quite some time. Just two games behind the Dallas Cowboys right now. And the Saints are going to be without Alvin Kamara tonight. He's not going to be able to answer the bell tonight once again. For a Saints team that is going to start Taysom Hill, we'll see if that is going to be more efficient for them because Trevor Simeon has just simply not gotten the job done. Saints had no plans to play him this year at all. Jameis gets hurt. Taysom Hill can't go. The first couple of starts for Trevor Simeon weren't too shabby, certainly the way that he finished the game against the Bucs. But he's not the long-term answer for this team that still has some hopes to make the playoffs because they're sniffing it right now. And if you look at the NFC standings going into tonight, they're 5-6, and six, just like the Falcons-Vikings and the team that's sitting there in the seventh seed because they're 5-2 and two in conference. It's a heck of a tiebreak Washington has in their back pocket moving forward. So the Saints have every opportunity to make the playoffs right now here on out in the post-Thanksgiving portion of our schedule and the Cowboys sitting at seven and four once again the way that they are playing is good enough to win the division but not good enough to avoid the best team in the wild card slot that's going to come into Dallas presumably out of the NFC West whoever doesn't finish in first place right there and we're assuming at this point whoever finishes behind the Cardinals we're coming off a bye week visiting the Bears and we do expect to see Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins back, but one never knows. Second season, essentially, in the regular season, longest one begins tonight. I think the Cowboys are going to be fine. I do think that they do come up with this win in New Orleans tonight. They are the better team. They are 
the better team with the better quarterback. They are the better team with the better quarterback and better weapons. They are the team with the best chance to win tonight. With all due respect to the New Orleans defense. But if the Bills went into their house and did that against them that night, on Thanksgiving night, the Cowboys should do the same. They've got a better running game than the Bills. Mm-hmm. You know, they have their own digs on the other side of the ball. So <laughs> yeah. we'll see what happens tonight. I think you do get what you want. And speaking of giving you what you want. Thank you. I think it's time to give everybody in this room what they want. Oh, raises, yeah. guys, raises. Oh, yeah, that brown paper bag money. money. We've been asking for that for a long this time. Just in, this just in. This just in. That's not it. Oh, oh. No. Backpacks full of cash. No, 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 no. I'm. I am, however, oh. in a giving mood. Oh, I'll take it. As so you it know, is money. As yeah. you know, I've been very. You know, we've had a week. Uh, I've been. I've been. I've been very excited here. I've been. Week. I've been very chesty. Is a word that a friend of mine used. That I've been puffing out my chest and mm-hmm. You're feeling yourself. <clears throat> you know, it's the Thursday after the the Saturday in which Michigan beat Ohio State football. And I, and I come in here and, I, and I've, I, I can't say it enough and I'm enjoying myself. And, and, and then, uh, you know, each day gets better from Notre Dame's uh, predicament where they did find, uh, you know, a replacement for uh, Brian Kelly. Look, it's, it's Marcus Freeman from the staff. And, you know, he's uh, very well-loved within the um, – within the university and with the program, and I'm sure he's going to do a great job. you know. And so I hope he does well enough that he can get to the next job where he wants to go because that's clearly what Brian Kelly utilized Notre Dame for um, in his uh, tenure there to become the longest, uh, the most winningest head coach there and, and then leave and, and prove that Notre Dame's a, a stepping stone job. And then Ohio State has a great win against Duke, in hoops, which allows me to utilize in their direction the line that's been utilized in my direction from them for over a decade, which is, hey, Michigan, great hoops program. Um, (laughs) You're a great basketball school now. Mm. I mean, those are the lines that I got for a decade. Now, I didn't think I'd be able to utilize that. I didn't even think I would utilize that. But circumstances present themselves over and over and over again here, and I figured I'm going to give you guys what you've been asking me for for years, and I have said no. Are you going to curse on there? Yes. No, no. Let's go. No, I'm going to be professional. Oh. Guys, uh, never asked I'm that. going to give you here, because it's December football, and it is now time that teams have already established themselves, as I said, and have proven themselves to be potentially playoff worthy or not, and that now it's kind of a second season within the regular season. We've hit December football, post-Thanksgiving football. This is it. Rubber meets road. Opportunities are met. Opportunities knocking. Who's answering the door? I'm going to give you, for the first time ever, a Rich Eisen power rankings. Top five in the NFL right now. You guys have been saying, hey, Rich, give give us a power ranking. Why don't you do power rankings? And I, I don't... I don't want it. Everybody does a power ranking. <laughs> well, yeah. and, and, then, and plus, I don't know what this means. This means that a team that's five can beat, cannot beat four, that four would right. beat five. Yes. Is that what that means? That's what that means. You would pick four over five. I would pick four over five. Right. Oh, but not three, but, and three over four, and then vice versa. Right. Okay. Hit it, Mike Del Tufo. Here we go, everybody. Here we go. Give me the music. As we enter December football in 2021, here it is, the first ever power.
power rankings. And if I if I feel like it, I'll do it again. Hey, <laughs> all right. Okay. Here we go. Number five is the Baltimore Ravens right now. Okay. The Baltimore Ravens are your fifth ranked team right here. The way that they just balled out on defense shows me that they are doing that more often than not. These, these are not outliers. That defense can come after you. You can beat them, of course, but they can get after you. And then Lamar Jackson will throw four interceptions in a game and still make the eye-popping plays to not only make up for it, but dominate you and, and, and suck your will out from you. They're your fifth-ranked team. Number four, the Patriots. I'm taking the New England Patriots at number four, okay? And then after the New England Patriots at number four, I'm going to go with uh, three NFC teams. I'm going Bucks at three, Packers at two, and the Cardinals have to be number one. And I know that the Packers have already beaten the Cardinals, and what are you thinking? What are you doing? I don't know. It's my power rankings. I've never really done them before. I'm just telling you that the Arizona Cardinals are nine and two, and if fully constituted and fully healthy and coming after you, and you've got to go into the Red Sea, and I understand that the Packers did just that and they were shorthanded on a short week, I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals. Now, the Patriots, to my, in my mind right now, are playing the best football in the AFC. They have the most opportunistic defense. They have the most efficient offense. They have the best special teams uh, together. And I know that I'm talking about Justin Tucker for the Ravens. But all said and done, if New England takes on the Ravens right now, I think New England wins that football game. Isn't that what I have to do right now? Is that, that what is, I have to is, say? Okay. That's how it works. Now, I was thinking of even taking New England three, but I just cannot believe that Brady and and, and the Bucks would lose to them even in a second shot right now. Neutral site, where's the game? Well, if the neutral site, you're only talking about neutral site, you're talking about Super Bowl 56 up the road. Please let that happen. Okay. <laughs> Which I believe wouldn't be so neutral a site. Ooh, all Pats fans? I think it would be yeah. a, a predominant number of New England fans in that building as opposed to Buccaneer fans. I think you're probably right. I've met a lot of more yeah. folks like you around these parts in the last 20 yeah. years than folks like uh, Dick yeah. Vitale. You know what I mean? I did run into Dick Vitale once at Nate Nows. But that's about it. I don't run into many. I don't run into many Tampa people around here. We call Little Quincy out here. You know, I know. That I, I think. Pa, I think. I think some of the Glazers do live in Los Angeles. Other than that, I haven't run into too many Bucks yeah. fans here. I've run into a lot more of you. My boy Shane Powers from Crackpot Breaks, bro. But, uh, yeah. but, but yeah. then I, I do think the Packers defense is playing so well they're going to get more healthy, and they couldn't have been more impressive against that Rams front, despite having injuries up front. And they're going to get healthier on both sides of the ball coming off of the bye. And I would put them one, but again, Arizona's 9-2, and two, so i got to go with the team that's got the best record. I think that's my first power rankings. Okay. Well done. What do you think? Well you got done. Ar- you got arguments? Um, Isn't that what this is for? It's supposed to spur arguments? All right, we'll get one more. No, I'm not getting one more. (laughs) Debate, you know. You debate it. You ask people to call in 844-204-RICH. Rich, you don't know what you're talking about. What are you doing? You left my team off. Did I snub anyone? I'm trying to think who else you might have Would you say the Cowboys should be in instead of the Ravens? Do you think that the – I mean, what do you think? I mean, I would say that, but I'm supposed to say that as a Cowboys fan. But I have no problem with your, your – unlike you with my top five. I think the Ravens beat the Cowboys right now. I think the Ravens beat the Cowboys right now. I think it just depends on what week you, it is. It could happen for sure. You could have stirred it up and put Kansas City five. Oh, yeah. 
if you think they're playing the better football than say Baltimore. I I see what you're saying. Better football, but Baltimore right. is eight and three, and and I I am going to back up my statements. And they're the about one them. seed in the AFC. So I'm going to back up my statement. Yeah, I, I I didn't even put the one seed in the AFC first. You know, right, I, right, I think right, that's provocative. Right, right. And like that's I said, provocative. Like I said yesterday, the Ravens are winning and they're not playing their best football. Yeah, I didn't so even have them. The, I'd be the better AFC team in my power rankings. And by the way, why are they power rankings? Why do we call them power rankings? Because they're powerful. Why don't we just call them dartboard rankings? I think. We, why don't we just call them? I have no idea what I'm talking about. Is this about our rankings. version of in the um, hunt? See, I should. I should. What sniffing it? This is. Right. We should come this up with something. So we, exactly. go, we go sniffing it instead of in the hunt. Right. So we want to go dartboard rankings. Or... No, no, no. What do we do? Because I, I think you know something else. Why are they power rankings? Because well, who's the first good. one? Huh? It sounds good. Meaning that who's power. the most powerful? powerful yeah. yeah. Omnipotence. Right. I mean, we can work uh, on it. Uh, we can work on it. Power rankings. All right. Why? You know, are they if you should do. Yeah, and say who else has got a better idea? Let's brand it something else. Yeah, it's like eight four four two zero four. Rich, I mean, give us a call. We're res consultants. And do People me a favor. Hold on and talk. I don't. The thing I don't. I don't like you calling. You know. Adam, our call screen and saying blah 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 blah, and then hang up. And I don't mean <laughs> anyone hates you saying Whoa. that. Uh, I know that that's not very friendly, <laughs> very very <laughs> listener Sometimes friendly. That's once in a while you'll get a call like no, that. I, no, I, I just you know we had guy we had a guy on pest control the other day hanging on. He was literally exterminating bugs while giving us his hot take. I really so, found like, that I, funny. And I, I, I prefer that. <laughs> I prefer doing, that. He's zapping bugs. He's zapping bugs us. And, and and taking names. <laughs> zapping bugs and taking names. That's what he's doing. <laughs> Power rank. Laying down roach motels. Whoa. You know what I mean? I'd like to come up with something other than a power ranking. That's We're not in the hunt, people. We're sniffing it. because you're sniffing it. Which is you and you're, you're sniffing it you right are. now. Well, you're close. Dogs follow dogs. And you know what I mean? Close. Like in the hunt. Everybody's in the hunt. The question is, is how close are you to the, hunt. to the hunted? Right. You know what I mean? Like the lions are technically in the hunt, but they are not sniffing it. You well, the Lions I mean? are in the hunt for the number one draft. Pick. They are in the hunt. They're so, playing this weekend, aren't they? Yeah. If you're playing this weekend, you are in the hunt. You're alive. But they're in you're the alive. hunt for you're something alive, different. You're hunting. You don't think they want to take a piece out of the Minnesota Vikings right now? They want sure. to bite kneecaps and and take them out, and, and then and then when you and then and then when you do that, you you perform some other cannibalistic act. Right. Right. So that's what they want to do this weekend. They are in the hunt. But are they sniffing it? No. See, there's a difference. There's a difference. Sometimes you don't get what you need, but sometimes you'll get something, right? Mick Jagger said something to that. Well, no, you yeah. you, you kind of messed that up. No, I didn't. You can't, can't always, always get, get what, what you want, want but if you but try, try, you'll get, you get what, what you, you need. need. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I was I was I wasn't going to music lyric. Oh, okay. oh, okay. I thought you were going Stones. There's a difference between what you need and what you want, right? Or what you can have. How about that? Ooh. Right. Talk it out. I don't know what I'm saying now. Other than the fact <laughs> that I don't like power rankings and I don't like the name of it. But I gave it to you anyway because I'm in such a great mood. Thank you. <laughs> tomorrow will be the Friday after Ohio State. No, tomorrow is when the, uh, the nervousness of how much I've been writing checks actually begins to set in. <laughs> yeah, because there's uh, I got one more day of that left. Can I ask yeah. a question, though? Let's yeah. just say that you – I'm not putting it out there. But if Whoa, you do CJ. not take the W on Saturday, would are you really going to care as much because you got that dub last week against the Buckeyes? I, I don't even I'm, – I'm not going to even – don't even entertain that, that idea. Yeah. Why would you do that? Don't I wouldn't do that, that to you. I, I'm just for saying any it, of your teams. I'm just saying it, it seems like that was your Super Bowl last week. Is all I'm saying. Uh oh. Well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm, not going, I'm not going to lie that 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 was. But then through that portal of the Super Bowl comes all sorts of manners of opportunity yeah, where sure. where now you take that next step where that's not really your Super Bowl. It's mm-hmm. a stepping stone. 
Sort of like the job at go. Notre Dame on the way to LSU. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Let's take a break. <laughs> oh, I'm sort feeling like, it. Okay. Those are my power rankings, baby. <laughs> feeling yeah. you. Here are tough. my power rankings in terms of jobs. Notre Dame, Uh-oh. then LSU. And fill in the rest. Michael Smith, Tony Dungy, Jeff Passett. Oh, by the way, there's a lockout in baseball. Oh, go, oh. And the great Bob Arum in studio, hour three. Some story time with Bob coming up. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed this is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take your phone calls here on this program. Uh, brother from another follows this show every day on NBC Sports on Peacock. The uh, gents who bat stuff around and make you think and laugh and have a good time are Michael Holly and back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Michael Smith. How you doing, Michael Smith? I'm good. I'm good. Good to talk to y'all. Good to talk um, to you, too. I'm going to start by answering your poll question Ooh. in a different way. Okay, and the, and the question being, being uh, LSU or Notre Dame, uh, which is the best job in, for, for college uh, athletics, I guess, or football. Go for it, Michael. Go for it. Uh, LSU is the better job. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame is the more prestigious program, mm-hmm. obviously. But here's my prediction. Marcus Freeman wins a national title before Brian Kelly. Uh, and I don't think that's really a hot take. I don't really think it's a stretch. Okay. Now, right. I do realize that every coach since the – I mean, it was three. The Saban, uh, Miles, and Ogeron all won national champions. And the last two aren't good coaches, okay? I, I, I get all the recruiting advantages and the, the facilities and, and the money and boosts. I, I got it, you know. But I see so much of uh, – and I've never met this guy. I've never met Marcus Freeman. But it feels real like 
Mike Tomlin-ish okay. with regard to his meteoric rise. I mean, people were pounding the table for dude. And, for, and they entrusted that prestigious program to a 35-year-old who was a defensive coordinator in a Power 5 school one year. Reminds me a little bit, I hope this isn't much of a stretch, of Tomlin going from DB's coach in Tampa when I met him to one year as D coordinator in Minnesota to the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Notre Dame of the NFL, if you will, the Pittsburgh Steelers saying, this is the guy. And not only does it offer stability in the short term with regard to potential playoff uh, appearance as well as recruiting, mm-hmm. I think they might have gotten a star. I hate the way Brian Kelly did it. I, I hate the timing. I don't, I, don't, I don't hate that he got his money. I mean, sorry, pardon my language. Okay. Give me $100 million, I'm bouncing too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get it. But the timing of it rubbed me the wrong way. But I think it was a blessing in disguise and just – from the outside looking in, it looks like Notre Dame may have actually come up because Kelly rebuilt the program, provided an infrastructure that a star like Brian, excuse me, like Marcus Freeman has an opportunity to build upon. So I wouldn't be surprised if not only does he continue Notre Dame's recent run of success, but actually with his recruiting prowess, puts it over the top, and he delivers a national championship sooner than the guy that's got to go through Saban in the SEC West. Well, Jack Swarbrick, the uh, AD in Notre Dame, said that the program is in much better shape than it was when Brian Kelly arrived. No question. And, 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 and I will just give a, a you know, pull on the strand that you threw out there about Kelly and, and the timing of it. I, I, you can't blame him for the timing of it either because the way that everything is set up, by the NCAA and school presidents have to sign off on it and and school administrators and athletic directors are clearly signing off on it is with this early signing period being in the middle of this month Mm -hmm. and so much being put on recruiting and it's being the lifeblood of the sport obviously Mm -hmm. you have to make a decision about you know who you're firing as coaches and hiring as coaches now and I think it's totally um naive to think that Kelly hasn't had a feeler out from LSU and, 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 and Riley a feeler out from USC, um, you know, probably, probably, probably well before Halloween even, you know? 100%. I mean, USC's job's been vacant since week two. Orgeron's been done for weeks. I, listen, you can't blame Brian Kelly. And more than one thing could be true at the same time. So let's just get a few obvious things out of the way just so I'm clear. Hey, man, get your money. Yeah, I, I would never begrudge anybody for getting money. Um, second thing is, this is what Brian Kelly does. So it's, it's like in a relationship. If you, if, you cheat with some, if you cheat with somebody who's in a relationship, don't be shocked when they cheat on you. Okay? Like, that's how you got them in the first place. So this is how he, this is how he rolls. But here's why I said two more, things can, two, more than one thing can be true at the same time, and you can blame him. You just hit it. He's known about LSU since before Saturday or Sunday. He's known about that. And the recruiting clock or the recruiting calendar only matters if you're going to another job, which, again, is his prerogative to take. This is unprecedented for somebody to leave when your team is in contention for a championship. If it was a Sunflower Seed Bowl, we've seen that before. But your team is in contention for a championship, and you're leaving now, that's – 
That's uncomfortable, and that's putting it kindly. You know, if, if the object of the exercise is to compete for championships, maybe LSU does give you a better chance of competing, albeit in the SEC West, competing year in and year out for championships. Hence your poll question. Maybe it does. But in 2021, you, your players, the guys that you recruited once upon a time to come to Notre Dame to win a championship, have an opportunity to do that. So it's the, ti- the timing sucks. Is it his fault? Did he set the calendar? No. Is, did, he, is his, did he do all he could? Is, is the work done at Notre Dame? Sure, but the job wasn't finished. But I mean, and, and, of course, and, and then, you know, um, it, it's just a bad look, and it's also a, a dreadful way to leave, um, you know, adolescents, who are, they still are. I know they're, they're grown men in terms of, you know, their physical prowess, but I mean, I was, by the way. You say that again? Who seem to be taking it better than me? Like Maybe I, I, so. I have no tie to Notre Dame. I don't play for them. I ain't no. go there. I ain't got no family members that went there. Or Oklahoma. The so, 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 what about this? What, what about this? How, how about we push back this the this recruiting period? I don't know how far it needs to be in order to remove this from the equation. Is it? Is it? You know, the week after the national championship game. You know, is that what it can possibly be? And 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 or if you do hire a coach before this early recruiting period from another member school, you lose scholarships. Like there should be some sort of, yeah. uh, uh, of teeth here. Regulation. Right. Or, you know, that, that look, Hey, look at each other and just say, this is ugly for Notre Dame. It's not pretty for LSU either, although they're sitting pretty and the same thing with USC, like bye-bye, whatever. They don't care. They, they already have one of, the, you know, the top recruits that Lincoln Riley had coming to Oklahoma come to them. I see all the USC Trojan friends and fans right around here. They're, they, they're not crying a river at all. They're all right. fired up. And, of course, Oklahoma fans are like, good luck with the guy who couldn't get out of the national championship semifinal more often than not, you know. And it's it just – it's kind of ugly, you know. So it, it, do I mean, something. In, in essence, it kind of is what it is. Like, it's a dirty world, but it's still spinning. Can't do nothing about it but try to live in it. But, like – you know, I would like to see, again, maybe it's unrealistic and maybe it's too complicated to pull off, but, you know, in the NFL, you can't hire a coach away from a team that's in the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, you could interview them, but they still have to finish the job. You know, they can't take the job, can they? You know, so there, there, are, there are regulations about when you can interview coaches and when you can hire coaches in the NFL. I mean, I guess, and, and for me, look, I, I get that the players are getting, you know, the crumbs, uh, that, that, that are name, image, and likeness and a transfer portal at long last. You know, hey, you want to make some money? Go do extra work, <laughs> you know, in order to make the money that we won't give you um, or make some of the money that we won't give you. This, this entire situation, and, and Lincoln Riley I'm okay with. I'm okay with Lincoln Riley, you know, even, even though, you know, he, he pulled an Aaron Rodgers and like, I'm not going to be the coach at LSU. You know, I ain't say nothing about USC. You know, and, and but I understand that because his team wasn't going to the playoff. For me, it's that these kids and you know they're young men and they know what it is and it's a business for everybody. I get, it, I get it. But nonetheless, these guys come in and are recruited to try to compete for a championship, and for you to bail on them, albeit for a once in a lifetime opportunity, is unfair to the very people who continue to get the short end of the stick 
throughout the history of this glorious sport, and that's the players. Are you saying that uh, Lincoln Riley said he was inoculated from going to LSU? Is that what your more reference less, was right there? More or less. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a great way of saying it, actually, yes. Michael he, had, he answered the question. He, well, he didn't Did he? answer the question, but he, he, was, he wasn't pressed enough. Well, I mean, he, he, he cut off the question to exactly. say, let me just which tell is, you this, I will not be the coach of LSU. Which is college media relations 101. Fully you don't get away with that in the NFL. Fully know? aware that my attorney is talking to USC right now, talking LBC. about private jets and the, the – the sale of my two homes, the one that I have I know, and the one that I'm building about over about market price, you know, like that, isn't, like that just came around in two seconds, right? Like we didn't see that one coming. Yeah, that deal uh, came oh together my. quickly. Oh no, but ultimately I think, I think Notre Dame will win out though. And it's a blessing in disguise. I mean, I think, you wow. know, Brian Kelly, good luck. He did his job there. He built, rebuilt the program, but they got a good one by all accounts in Freeman. They seem excited about it. And, uh, you know, 35 years old, rising star. Maybe this is the beginning of a of an incredible career. They just needed an opportunity in the form of somebody else moving on. What's on your uh, rundown for later on today at 3 Eastern time on Brother from Another? Uh, Freeman, okay. the uh, defending champs, uh, rolling in the NBA. Okay. Um, you know, LaMelo Ball, who's sealing his roof. Y'all were talking about the Cowboys before I came on. Okay. I'm, I'm just – I'm looking forward to watching Micah Parsons tonight. I, I don't remember – I don't remember, and I watch a lot of football, Rich, as of you. Who's the last guy to be that good off the ball on first and second down and that good off the edge on third down? Like, that's a package. I don't want to go so far as to say it's unprecedented because I could be forgetting somebody. I would hate to do that. But usually you got to be good at one or the other. Some guys have been able to do both. You know, it's not unprecedented to be versatile. But he's among the best pass rushers in the NFL – and he's an off-the-ball linebacker on first and second down. I, yeah, I'm trying, to think. I'm trying to think because not many pass rushers are, are asked to do coverage, as you've pointed out, like that. Um, uh, you've asked me that question. I'm just going to my head. Von Miller, you know, uh, I, but he didn't really drop very much. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, Parsons, when the, when the Cowboys drafted him, I don't know if they really thought or had that defense, like whenever whenever you draft a linebacker like Parsons, when you're like the Steelers, you're like, oh, that guy's going to rush the passer, right? Correct. When the Cowboys draft him, you're not thinking that. Certainly when they got Tank Lawrence, Randy Gregory. And that's, the, that's why I keep saying the Cowboys are fine. You know, the Cowboys have all of these division games left, and the division games that they played are, are easily their easiest ones on the schedule, certainly since they went one and three, in the AFC West, and then they barely beat the Patriots in their one other game against an AFC team, right? And and so, uh, I, and, and they're going to get healthier. And to me, Pollard's the better running back right now, and he's the one that I think is going to get the package tonight, and d- despite what uh, Jerry Jones said, and I think we're going to see that this evening against the Saints. It, it does feel like a, um, something of a confirmation bias for some people when it comes to Dallas. Like, if you believe that you know the cowboys no cowboy and this is this is what they do they collapse they break your hearts this, that, and the other blah 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 if that's your brand if that's just how you view dallas then you know the last few weeks circumstances aside certainly fed into that and you know but it's like like I, i'm with you like get your jokes off now because i, I don't I, I know that the schedule is all there for the football team and you know the, the eagles at least before last week felt like they had a chance to make a run and maybe they can you know do so i don't think it's particularly close in that division 
um, if, if the Cowboys are at full strength. And getting DeMarcus Lawrence back, watching those two dudes come off the edge tonight is going to be fascinating, to, uh, to say the least. So we'll get into that. And then, and then this Major League Baseball lockout, yep. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try not to bore our audience. No, I know. I, 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 relations. I, I'm going to have Jeff Passon of ESPN on later. I made the decision. Jeff is one of my favorites. He's and great. I made the decision because I, I, I lost all of my remaining here. Uh, during the 2011 lockout, uh, covering that for NFL Total Access and NFL Network on a daily basis. It is not fun. It's not fun for fans to hear or listen to. I, I figured, don't care. Uh, that's what I figured. I'm just going to have him on to talk about the beats of why this has happened. And you know there's going to be a, dro- a drop-dead date in the minds of both sets of negotiators right now. And, and that's probably a two weeks before pitchers and catchers report. And then if you push into that, that means you're going to end up pushing spring training or you're going to collapse spring training in order to get to uh, your first game in April. And then suddenly you're talking about the season not being as good. It's not played under the same circumstances. And and then that's when fans begin to check out. So I want to know when that drop date is. And, you know, uh, that's, that's why I'm going to have him on later on. No, let me know what he says. I, I think, well, interestingly, so this first work stoppage in 26 years, um, I don't believe, check me on this, I don't believe that any games have ever been lost to lockouts. Games have been lost to strikes, strikes. but not lockouts. I'm not aware of that, but to me it doesn't I, I, To fans, as you know, it doesn't really matter. No, it's my, just, my point no is, I'm with you that they're going to get this figured out. It's hard to identify a middle ground. My point is, I, I'm optimistic right. that they don't miss games. In the meantime, I'm going to have fun just watching them be petty, because it's <laughs> the first labor, uh, short, uh, labor work stop, excuse me, in Major League Baseball, in the internet era, so I'm just look, I'm just enjoying them basically changing their relationship status, and you know players changing their profile pictures, and the team, and, the, and they're scrubbing their digital presence, basically just saying, hey, we're not on speaking terms right now. So it's just kind of fun to watch them be petty in the meantime. Michael Smith, have a great show tonight. Really appreciate our chats. We'll do it again. Thanks again. Be cool. Yeah. You got that, Michael Smith. He and Michael Holly on Brother from Another on NBC Sports on Peacock right after this show at three Eastern time. Phone lines are lit. Eight four four two zero four. Rich, we'll take that, and then we will we will uh, hit a little bit on on this lockout and my my two cents on that and who I'm I'm thinking of today because there are some people I'm thinking of today with this baseball lockout. And then your calls eight four four two zero four. Rich as Tony Dungy, Pro Football Hall of Famer from NBC, will join us top of the next hour. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least 
The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, let's take a couple phone calls here uh, on our program. Uh, let's go to um, Dylan in Georgia. You're on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Dylan? Hey, Rich. How are you this morning, What's sir? going on? What's on your mind? Not much. First, I just want to say, look, uh, TJ and you guys, you, you host a wonderful show. Thank you. I, I love tuning into your show. I, I was a big fan of you, even going back to your, you know, the the NFL days with the, the game day morning talk shows and then NFL title access and everything. Sure. Uh, I love your intelligence and everything. So I had a couple of questions for you. All right. You, um, I feel like you're buttering me up for something. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie here. I feel like this is a no. big setup. Like this is I, I like Luis Tiant full wind up back to the home plate. And now here comes some junk. I don't know what's He's coming. Just pitched, coming what, what's happening here? What's happening? So, so listen, so I am a huge Buckeye fan and uh, I, I want to say congratulations to you. Unfortunately, uh, my birthday falls on the 28th. So it's either the day before the day after the day of the game. So you did kind of spoil my birthday this year. <laughs> Sorry, man. To you. you got two for flinching. Right, <laughs> um, but I, I did want to ask you really fast, Rich. Uh, I think there is some potential of how Ohio State could get in to the playoff mix again, and nobody has talked about it. All right, I'll um, give you, I'll give you the floor. Does every everybody has to lose twice in one weekend? I mean, tell me how that works. Tell so me that here, works. Here's, here's how I think it happens. Right? Starts with Iowa beating Michigan. It starts with my, it starts with my nightmare. What else? That's odd. That right? that your your so, dream starts with my nightmare. What else? Go for it. Uh-huh. Uh, so I I would say that happens. But but here's the thing, right? With you guys beating Ohio State and handling business the way you did, even as a Buckeye fan, I can say I was quite surprised with how you just dismantled our team. Regardless if it was on offense, regardless if it was on defense, you guys. If you even lose a close one to Iowa, I think you should still be considered one of the top four teams in the nation. I think they should still keep you in. If Alabama loses to Georgia, right, they're out. Mm -hmm. Uh, If Oklahoma State winds up somehow losing to Baylor, then at nine right now, I can't see how they would squeak in to the top four, right? Cincinnati, if they lose to Houston somehow – then it leaves the door open for Michigan potentially to still stay in. It leaves the door open, of course, for Notre Dame. But the issue with Notre Dame, Rich, is who did they really beat this year? Uh, oh no. Okay, so now I got to stop you there. The the who have they really beat argument is never going to win 
the day for Ohio State sitting with two losses over a one loss Notre Dame. That's just never going to happen, you know, and 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 that's why I'm going to just tell this to you straight even with you uh being so kind of what you said to start and also uh, you saying that Michigan still deserves to be in, even if they lose a close one to Iowa. That's never going to happen either. Your season is over, man. I mean, I just can't say that more in a, in a gentle manner. Like, it's over. You are not playing for the national championship, and part of the reason is because of the dismantling that happened in the second half of that game. I think not only proved that Michigan had the better team on that day, but Ohio State's just not that good. I think it's just dead. They're just not that good. And and in terms of in terms of the who have you really beaten, I'll just flip that on you. Who did you I, really I, beat? Well, I, I so I got you right. But and again, I can understand, and I think you can respect the Big Ten just as I much do. as I can, Rich. Right? Okay. But, All right. But then we we do compare. If you do look at Notre Dame's schedule, and this is part of them not being part of a conference right now, their their best win is against an eight and four Purdue team. For mm-hmm. five six, they almost lost to a Florida State team that barely even could squeak by a couple of wins that lost to Jacksonville State University this year. Mm. They barely could even beat them. Ohio State's losses come against top ten teams. It comes against an Oregon. It comes against a very, very respected Michigan team that turned it around this year and has cranked up the heat when they needed to. Dalen, thanks for the call, and and happy belated birthday, and thank you for what you said. Happy birthday, bro. I don't think any of what he just said is even in the realm of remote possibility. I just wanted to give him the say because not only is he kind about us and enjoying the show and what he said about me, but I kind of feel for him. And um, I feel feel pity, you know? Because you've been there. Uh, I I understand. I understand. You know, I've, I've been there. I've been there where it's tough to realize what's right in front of you is your hated rival, Spankalankalanka, you right out the door. Smack that. I saw the line, you know, Adam types in what people want to say. And uh-huh. It was like, Ohio State still has a chance to make the playoff. And I was like, hmm, what? Yeah, no. All right. I, I, I want to hear seventh. them out. The college football playoff committee opens the door to that sort of conversation because they're seventh. Yeah, but come on. They are not going over a one loss Notre Dame. A lot would have to happen. Which is why, again, Brian Kelly leaving right now is is kind of like, hey, bro, you, you say you want to go place to win championships. You're cl- I mean, Those who stay will be champions. And that's a phrase that Bo Schembechler once said. Those who like, stay will be like champions. Champion. Okay. That's my motto. Right. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> hey, uh, I want to just say this before Jeff Passan joins us in the next hour. He covers baseball for ESPN. I am so sorry to all the people in Major League Baseball's orbit who make money off of a season doing whatever they do, whether it's selling concessions in the stadium or doing anything around the stadium or do anything associated with the sport, because right now they are looking at 2022 and they are wondering if billionaires and multimillionaires are getting together and they can't figure out how to split up a multi-billion dollar pie that these people are going to be left wondering what's up. And I also feel for those who work in Major League Baseball who are wondering if 
they might be furloughed, what could be happening. I wonder if, if it's their job to sell the sport in any way, shape, or form, sell their clubs, sell people on loving baseball. I feel for them right now. And I also feel for anybody who works at MLB Network. I felt all of this when I was at NFL Network. I had to talk about a sport. I had no idea if it was going to happen. It stinks. It stunk. There's going to be a date somewhere. I don't know what that date is. It's sometime maybe in February, a drop-dead date where everyone knows that if a deal is not done, then spring training may not happen. And if spring training doesn't happen, that means spring training is going to have to happen because you can't just turn the lights on and start playing baseball without anything going on. That date's going to come. I don't know when that is. Like I said, it's probably, to be honest, it's got to be sometime during the NFL playoffs, which is the problem of baseball because we're, we're going to be checked out. I know I will be. I'm going to be checked out. I'm not going to be sitting here biting my fingers down to the cuticle about whether there's going to be baseball when there's an AFC championship game or an NFC championship game going on. And that's what baseball's now entering that world. So I send my best to all of them and to whoever is at a negotiating table. They're going to step aside and they're going to start saying nasty stuff. It's going to get ugly. And that's the way these things go. But there's a drop dead date in somebody's mind. There's midnight. I don't know what that midnight is. And what is the actual one or two items on the table that everybody truly has decided to go to DEFCON 1 for right now? I don't know what those are. That's why Jeff Passan's coming on. But I have been there, man. I was a long, long, long 2011. But it did finally happen right around training camp. It did finally happen. Thank God. And then there's that new collective bargaining agreement that went on now for 10 more years for the NFL. I know that players, many of them aren't happy with, but the fans are. The fans sure are. And I'm thinking of baseball fans everywhere right now. And I hope this isn't a nuclear winter. And for baseball, I hope you get what you want, man. Because the fire has been started and you're playing with it. And there's a bunch of fans that are ready to check out for the baseball for the uh, baseball winner because there's football to fill it. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Tony Dungy and you and Jeff Passan, hour two coming up. 